Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cash Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. Funky Monkey Radio is sponsored by Altercation Clothing. If you never back down, then you're ready for an altercation. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to funkymonkeymma at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out altercationclothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash altercationclothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to another edition of Funky Monkey MMA. I am your host, Kane Miller, and I am joined by Dave Madden. Our guest today is a UFC lightweight who will be fighting Shane Campbell at UFC Fight Night 83. Ladies and gentlemen, James Krause. James, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And uh, as we said before, uh, you will be facing Shane Campbell on February 21st. How's your training camp been going leading up to this fight? Uh, great. I feel really good. Uh, healthy. You know, I'm in shape. Uh, you know, all the all the cliche stuff that all the fighters tell you. But uh, you know, it's uh, I feel really good. You know, like I said, I always I always try to back myself into a corner, saying you know I, this is the best I've ever felt, and uh, and it is. You know, I don't have anything to hide. Uh, I don't have any injuries or anything like that. So, I mean, I, I expect a phenomenal performance out of myself, and uh, I hope everybody else does as well. That's interesting you say how you, you back yourself into a corner. I I, I remember hearing uh, or watching an interview you did, and you were literally backed into a corner in a sense because you were coming off a loss. It was going into your Darren Crookshank fight, and, uh, you know, you were backed into a corner feeling like your job was on the line. Um, so I just thought that was interesting how you're coming off a win and you still have that mindset to, to put yourself in a corner that you have to fight yourself out of. Yeah. You know, I've always, I've always performed well under pressure and, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I don't mind it. I don't mind the pressure. I like to put a lot of pressure on myself and uh, I expect other people to put pressure on me. You know, I expect, I expect greatness out of myself and I feel like I haven't done a good job of showing everybody how good I can really be. So, uh, you know, I'd like to change that, and I will change that in 2016. But uh, yeah, I, I perform well under pressure, and uh, like I said, I don't. Uh, I'm not in this to be mediocre. I'm not in this to be uh, three and three, 
in the UFC. You know, I, I know I can be great. I've trained with a lot of the great guys. I do very well against them. And, uh, you know, like I said, I want to back myself into a corner and prove to everybody what I can do. Now, uh, can we get your thoughts on your opponent, Shane Campbell, and how you feel you match up with him? Well, I think I, I, I match up very well against him. Uh, you know, he's a... He's a tall guy in the division. He's he's a six footer. Uh, he's got a very extensive Muay Thai background. Uh, very good low kick. He's got a good uh, good body kick from southpaw. <clears throat> good knees, good elbows. You know, but uh, his ground suspect. His boxing his boxing is suspect. And uh, you know, like I said, I think I have way more tools in the tool shed to beat him than he does me. But uh, you, you know, at the end of the day, we got to fight, and that's that's why we fight to figure all this out. But I think I match up really well. Like I said, I think I, I pose many more dangers to him than he does to me. When I was looking at both of your stat sheets on at UFC.com, uh, and I don't know how they vary from anyone else if they're all equal. You know, everything seems to have a difference. But um, it, it shared how you are uh, like at sixty-one percent in your striking, and he's at like fifty-nine. Um, and so I was just wondering, is it safe to assume that this, this just won't touch the mat? Uh, no, it is not safe to assume that. <laughs> no, it's, you know, like I no, said, right. it's, uh, it's not a kickboxing match. And, uh, do I, do I think that I would beat him in a kickboxing match? Absolutely. I do, but it would be dumb for me not to mix in takedowns. And I'm sure he's probably going to try to do the same. You know, it's like I said, it's MMA for a reason. If not, we would just do a more tie fight and use a better striker, but you know, I think I think both of us are going to try to mix in takedowns, and I think that's where I have a, a pretty big advantage. Uh, and maybe he won't. You know, if he's, I, I think uh, I think when we hit the ground, I think he's going to feel a big difference in skill levels. And uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know what his game plan. I really don't care. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely looking to mix in takedowns uh, with my strikes. But I'm definitely not afraid to strike them either. I mean, if I feel like I'm getting the better of him, I have no problem striking with 15 minutes. Yeah, because we know that uh, Campbell, he is a former professional kickboxer, and I think it, it's safe to say that you feel that you're the more well-rounded fighter between the two. You know, he's obviously more comfortable on the feet, whereas, you, you know, you seem to be pretty comfortable uh, comfortable everywhere, and so you think that you'll have that grappling advantage as seen in, you know, your submission wins over Sam Stout, your last win over Darren Crookshank. You feel like you're going to have the edge there? Uh, on the ground, yeah, I absolutely feel like I'm going to have a huge advantage on the ground. Uh, you know... I, I just can't imagine him him doing much to me on the ground. Like I said, that's why we fight. Got a very extensive Muay Thai background, good kickboxing background. I don't feel like he's the better striker in this. You know, I mean, if you look at if you look at who we fought, I fought all the good strikers, and I I don't I've never been blown out of the water. You know what I mean? Like I I just you know fought Masvidal. I've got a way more extensive uh, list of opponents than he does. I've got a lot more experience than he does. And uh, you know he's he's been, he's been knocked out by uh, by lesser guys than me. And it, like you said, you're you're more experienced. In this. I mean, you have eight fights under the Zufa banner. Um, I, I think this is maybe going to be his second or third. Uh, you know, and then two, have you been have you been really working on your Hadouken defense? Has that been a part of the camp at all? Yeah, yeah I, and I'm just. Uh... I, I, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, in speaking about your Zufa experience, though, when you put yourself into the, the corner, you don't want to lose. And, and obviously, nobody wants to lose. But I was wondering, uh, just what kind of regard do you hold in your losses? And, and I just, I, what I mean by that is just I think people, when you, when you lose, people are quick to say, uh, you know, the, the losses are the end-all, be-all. 
And you just drop so much when, you know, you have to come back from a loss and you have, and you, so I, I just wondered if you hold them, in, what kind of regard you hold them in beyond just that you're dropped to the bottom of the, the you know, ladder again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I really feel like I'm uh, five and one in the UFC, you know, the deal with the Bobby Green fight, that was, you know, it is what it is. And then I felt like I beat Lazaro hands down. Uh, you know, I'll give Masvidal the win there. He was a better, better fighter that night. But I feel like I'm five and one, five and one in the UFC. But I really don't spend a lot of time worrying about my losses, man. I'm not a guy that sits there and dwells over that stuff. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a forward thinker. And uh, if I lose, I just erase it out of my mind. If I win, I keep it and I move forward with it. Uh, you know, I, the last thing I need to be thinking about is my losses to somebody else going into right. a fight against against Shane Campbell. So I really don't concern myself with it. I really don't care about it, to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's behind me, and uh, I don't. I, you know, you're asking me, like, what my regard is. I, honestly, I just don't put a lot of thought into it. You know what I mean? I'm pretty good about erasing it from my uh, from my memory. You know, but I feel like I'm 5-1 and one in the USC. And, uh, you know, before Green got the, the low kicks, I was winning that, that fight. Uh, I was I was beating him in the first round, and he got a point deducted. So, I mean, I feel like I definitely was winning that fight. I feel like I beat Lazaro all three rounds. Uh, but, you know, I will accept I will accept my losses. The fact is, it doesn't really matter what the hell I think. I'm 3-3 three and three in the USC. And, uh, you know, I really don't look at it like that, though. I don't put much time, I don't put much talk into, you know, what is my UFC record. I don't really care. The only thing I care about is what I'm looking forward to next. And I got Shane Campbell right in front of me next Sunday. And uh, that's that's really my only concern is, is finishing him in the first round next Sunday. Right. And I believe that uh, your fight will be kicking off uh, the main card, provided that, that it's been finalized. Uh, do you like that your fight is first up on the lineup for the card? Uh yeah, man, I think it's great. I love I love being on the main card, but it really makes no difference to me where I'm at. Uh, main event, first fight. Uh, you know, the way I always say is that you know it's cool. Like right now, it's really cool to say, "Hey, I'm kicking it off." But once you get in there, you start walking out. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. You're in a fist fight. It doesn't really matter if you're on the main card or not. But yeah, man, I, I love the exposure. I love fighting in front of more people. Um, that's great for me. Uh, I love to showcase my skills. The more, the merrier to me. So. You know, the more people that see me, the more I get into it. You touched on just a little piece about, uh, not like right there, but, but earlier about a little bit of your training. And, um, it, you know, it, it seems like uh, you know, people who are out of glory, I mean, they, they just, uh, you know, shout it from the rafters. They, they're so proud of it. And, you know, just the before the fight, the after the fight, you know, they might even be saying it during the fight, just the mics aren't up high enough. Um <laughs> You know, I just wondered if you could speak about your, your you know, at, at being at Glory and, and the training and just why uh, exactly that is. You know, I don't have a, I don't have the, the real answer. I can give you what I think it is. And uh, I think it's uh, – I think it's just the atmosphere that we, we demand and we carry here, the culture, you know. Uh, I think we all care for each other and we all care about each other and we all – we don't have, you know, the, the 20, 30, 40 world – uh, champions in our gym, you know what I mean? So we do have very good guys and we, we have some really, really solid guys here. So it's like a, it's like a family, you know what I mean? Like we, uh, we all help each other. We all, you know, blood, sweat and tears for each other. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's the, it's the, the small town grind, I guess. You know what I mean? Like nobody expected us, you know, coming from Lee Summit, Missouri to do this. So we, you know, when we, when we're successful, we like to, we like to talk about it. We like to be proud of it. And, uh, you know, like I said, there's just not a whole lot in terms of MMA coming from Kansas city. So when our guys put something good out, we like to, you know, we like to be proud of it and talk about it. Yeah. I just always think it's cool because they they just, they, they they're just so quick to, 
you know, give praise to the team, you know, versus it is such an individual sport, but they're so quick to just thank you and thank Tim Elliott and thank, you know, just the list of names that we could ramble on about just, you know, where they're from. I just always, I always appreciate that with gyms and Glory's one that always seems to, to, you know, pop up and you hear, and I just think it's cool. Yeah, man, we appreciate it. So, and it's not just our gym, too. You know, we like to talk about anybody that's doing good out of Kansas City. We like to support them. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh, right. like I said, there's just not a whole lot of stuff going on here. In terms of that, it's not like uh, your Denver's where there's four different world-class gyms there. It's not like uh, Florida. You know what I mean? It's not like California where there's a black belt on every corner. I can count on two hands how many black belts we have in this town. So, it's, you know, right. When, right. when somebody's successful here, we like to, we like to back them up. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on uh, the main event here for the for the card that you're on. Um, we have we have Donald Cowboy Cerrone moving up to welterweight to fight Alex Cowboy Oliveira. We got Cowboy versus Cowboy. Uh, who do you think wins that fight? Uh, Cerrone easily. Cerrone, yeah. How do you, how do you see him winning? Do you think he's going like, to uh, get the knockout or? Probably, I would say either. Like, uh, I'll say decision. Uh, I will say decision. Brazilian Cowboy. He, um, I think he's fought at welterweight in the UFC and the cowboy has, uh, or in Cerrone hasn't, uh, I just, I wondered if that might play some sort of a piece. Um, I'm picking Cerrone as well. Uh, I just, I, I love the guy so much. It's hard to pick against him, but, um, sure. I just, I wondered if that would be a piece that, that might play into it. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, Brazilian cowboy, he's a 55 now. He makes 55. So I can't imagine them being uh, a big size difference there. Uh, Cerrone is not a huge lightweight. He's, He's not, you know, he's not super thick, but I can't imagine the the size difference being that much. Uh, you know, they're both tall, lanky guys in the, in the 55 weight class. So, like I said. And um, speaking of upcoming fights, there's a, a very important fight for your division coming up at UFC 196. Of course, with Conor McGregor moving up to face 155 pound champion Rafael dos Anjos. Do you think that this is a good move for the division as a whole? Or are there maybe more deserving challengers, in your opinion, at lightweight? I don't know. I don't know what else there is, really. You know, why not Why not McGregor? And it really doesn't matter who's deserving of it. You know, as a I'm a businessman, mm-hmm. you know, I understand it. It's it's what sells tickets, man. Right now, McGregor's selling the tickets, and he holds the card. You know what I mean? So it's it's really not about who's deserving. It's, what, you know, it's what's making the company money from a business perspective. And, and right now, that's, that's Conor McGregor. So... Uh, you know, my respects to him for, man, he's he's doing it unlike anybody else has ever done it before, uh, from a business perspective. So, uh, but but even if you take that out of it, you know, who else is there really? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some uh, like there's some good candidates, you know, what I mean that maybe deserve it. But but why not him? You know, he's he's decimated everybody he's fought, and uh, you know, he wants up to move up division. What are you going to make him fight somebody first? You know, why not? He's he hasn't lost yet in the UFC, so you know why not give it to him? Okay, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that since it is you know the division that you're currently in. Um, so, who do you see winning that fight? Do you think that McGregor gets the win, or do you think Dos Anjos keeps the belt? Oh, man, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like my heart says RDA, but uh, I'm not betting against Conor McGregor. I'll just say that. You know what I mean? Like the dude is the dude is and decisively. It's not a you know what I mean? It's it's you, anybody can say what they want about him, but he's he's it's not just he's not just winning. He's hurting people. You know what I mean? It's not a it's not he's not pulling out decisions. He's knocking out people that haven't haven't been beaten in years. You know what I mean? So, uh, 
it's hard to it's hard for me to bet against Conor McGregor. Well, and it's you know, like you said, he's he's not pulling out decisions, and it's a, he it, he's calling a shot too, kind of like you said. Um, you know, round one is, is going to happen yeah. for you as a finish. I, I mean, he's calling a shot, and it's it's uh, such an element of the sport that I didn't think would be so important, but but it really is, and. Um, I, it's interesting that, that that's such a, a key component to, to the sport is, is being able to call your shot. Yeah, I mean, hell, uh, it, uh, golly, you know, if, if you can do that, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. You know, it's, it's not just that. It's just uh, I think, you know, for me, I draw inspiration from, uh, from what he represents. I really, I really like that, you know, and I'm sure the question's coming, would I fight him? And the answer is absolutely I'd fight him. I wouldn't. Uh, I would fight him, you know, it's, it's, I know he says it's ran red panty night, whenever you fight, I'll fight him for uh, the same amount of money I'm making right now. But I do respect what he represents. I do respect what he's bringing to the table. He's changing the game. And from a businessman to another businessman, I I truly respect that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I draw inspiration from him, from Conor McGregor as a businessman. And, you know, along those idea, the idea of, of business, um, you know, I, I would like to just like, thank you, uh, you know, unbeknownst to you, uh, I, I saw one of your tweets, and it was kind of when I first got into this idea of, of playing more in the MMA game, of, of uh, writing articles with, about it and, and getting to interview guys like you. And um, so uh, I saw this tweet where you said something, it was something along the lines of, like, don't do anything for free. And it was like, that wasn't a new concept to me, but being so new into writing articles for sites and um, you don't really understand, like, what what everything is you're just happy to get to post articles and um yeah. but because i saw that if i thought if you're you know good what, at something make, you don't ever do it for free well and you know i i what i did was then i made my own personal um blog and i don't post all my articles there but but i do host my own just to you know say this is mine and and i don't really get money from it i don't get a dollar figure um but it just feels better than yeah. like well you know what you don't you don't get everything like this is mine. And, and so, you know, anyways, I just, um, I don't know where that came from at that time. And it was a long time ago. I, like I said, but, um, you know, anyways, that's cool. I get to say thank you to you now. So. No, man, it's, here's the deal though. It's, it's the, the quote goes, if you're good at something, you don't ever do it for free and you're not getting paid for it yet. You know what I mean? If you putting out great content and you keep doing your thing for sure, somebody's somebody is going to pay, pay, you know, pay for that. And it's uh, it's just a, it's just a matter of time. I've been through the grind, man. I've been through it with multiple businesses, and I've done stuff for free. And uh, you know what I mean. It's if you're if you're exceptional at something, though, you just can't. You have to value not only your uh, your money but your time. We don't have time. You can't get time back. You know what I mean. That's one thing that I've learned, right. especially with this game, the fight game. It's it's. Uh, I'll ask any veteran fighter, they'll tell you. You don't get the time back, bro. You know what I mean? You just don't. So you have to you have to take care of your time like you would take care of, of anything you hold value to. Because for me, time is time is king. Not you know, cash is cash is king, but time is king. You know, so for me I don't have a lot of free time, so the free time I do have, I hold on to it like it's like it's solid gold. Yeah, and I, I this whole thing for me, it's it's the world's coolest hobby. This is this is the world's coolest hobby. And um I mean, I do, I have a career as a, as a teacher, so it's not like a, a money thing, but like you said, there's the time involved and, and I do, I put, I put a lot of time into it. And I think also a piece that I combined with what, you know, with, with that, with that idea 
and then with uh, something Bruce Buffer said where, you know, start regionally. And I just think those two pieces really opened such a cool door for me. I live in Sacramento. And um, anyways, just getting to learn the regional scene. And, and since then, man, I've, just, I've gotten to sit cage side at such a like, fantastic event and just meet these really neat up and comers. And um, it's just it's such a cool game from the inside out, you know, to where you are. Um, you know, seeing it grow into that, that large of a stage. And it's, it's an amazing sport, and I just, I just want to see it continue grow. I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon, man. It's, it's, a, it's, a, pretty awesome, it's a pretty awesome thing. And it's, uh, what I love about this sport is you get back what you put in. You know what I mean? It's, it's so – it can be the, the death of everything. It's the highest highs and the lowest lows, man. It's, it's giving me my best moments in life and my worst moments. So, but uh, – you know, it's, it's uh, a rewarding sport whenever you finally get what you worked hard for. Uh, I would like to know, uh, after this fight, is there anyone on your radar that you would like to fight or maybe even a specific card that you would like to be on in the future? Man, you know, I, I get asked that a lot, and I feel like I should have a better answer. But, you know, I hate to, I hate to be cliche like everybody else, but I, I really don't uh, I really don't care. You know, I have an idea who, if I win, or who I, who I think they'll match me with. But uh, I really don't care who I fight. Uh, you know, I, I think I've shown that with already who I fought. I, I don't turn down. You know, I don't really care. I fight the best. I fought some really good guys in the division already, and I'm not. I'm not afraid to do that. I like fighting the tough guys. I want to test myself and test my skills. So, uh, yeah, I don't have a good answer for you guys. You know what I mean? I wish I had like a yeah, I want to fight so and so next, but I just don't have that. I'm sorry. I, I saw a post you had where you were sharing how much you enjoyed teaching. Um, some it was it was some class and and you just you it looked like you just it sounded like you just had so much fun teaching and and I just was curious is is that something that's on your horizon you know in the you know beyond the fight game um I, you know oh uh, yeah absolutely I mean I, I love I love coaching uh, I love coaching now I do it already I mean I coach I coach quite a bit now uh, it's it's a passion of mine and uh, yeah I mean I I love it absolutely it's something I want to do after I'm done fighting. If you have any uh, special shout outs or thank yous or anything like that, you can feel free to uh, to do that now. Uh, for having me. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course, man. And you can see James Krause square off against Shane Campbell on February 21st at UFC Fight Night 83 on Fox Sports 1. James, thank you for being here and best of luck to you in your fight. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Tom. And big thanks to my co-host, Dave Madden. Dave, where can people find you? Uh, people can uh, check out uh, articles at MMALatestNews.com or uh, on my own personal blog at DaveMaddenMMA.WordPress.com. And uh, follow me on Twitter, DMaddenMMA. I, I hope to hear from everyone. Awesome. And as always, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at FunkyMonkeyMMA. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kane E. Miller, and keep following the site for the latest interviews and analysis pieces. We'll see you next time. MMA Futures and Funky Monkey Radio partner together to bring you the latest fighter interviews and MMA news. Check out MMAFutures.com. 
You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cash Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. Funky Monkey Radio is sponsored by Altercation Clothing. If you never back down, then you're ready for an altercation. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to funkymonkeymma at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out altercationclothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash altercationclothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.